This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. It's Dukes and Bell. We're going to talk to our man, Darren Eels, president of Atlanta United. want to remind you the BetQL Network is available nationwide on the Odyssey mobile app and the website. And it's wagertainment, uh, guys, for every fan. Morning, afternoon, night, your one-stop shop for betting info. Get sports betting tips from your local talent, national experts, sports betting and entertainment content to keep both the casual and hardcore bettors entertained. That's BetQL Network, only on Odyssey and Odyssey app. Mike, let's talk to Darren Eels. You were at the match uh, last weekend against Nashville. We come up short. Well, there were some positives, and then there were some negatives. And, Darren, welcome into the program. How are you doing today? Hey, guys. Yeah, good. Thanks. Yourselves? Absolutely. Good. We're doing well. We're ready for, for football season, the other football, uh, <laughs> American football. But uh, I know you are, too, and we're all curious to see what the Falcons are going to do. But let's talk about uh, what happened against Nashville. What were your thoughts, Darren, as the game played out? Yeah, I'll talk on that. Also, I'm looking forward to the fancy football competition we've got today hmm. uh, as reigning champion, Eels of Fortune. I'm hoping to defend my crown, so uh, I'm hoping it's going to be Anna Andy Bunker's got a team, so I'm pretty sure we'll finish ahead of them. But uh, I'm looking forward to that. I just know not to draft Cam Newton now like I did last year. Right. Eels of Fortune, uh, by yeah, the way. Eels of Fortune is a great name for a fantasy team, by the way. That is, that is uh-huh. again, it's, all fantasy football names, Carl, should be fun, a play on words, clever. Darren checks all the boxes on that one. He surely does. He surely no, does. what I love, Mike, is we got a ring from Coke for winning it that's better than and bigger than the MLS ring we got. So I actually <laughs> nice. wore in my staff meeting today just to rub it home to everyone. But, uh, yeah, I'm looking up for all it <laughs> Yeah, I just thought the match, and we talked with Jason Longshore about it yesterday. From where I was sitting, the good, before we get to the bad and the ugly, but the good was uh, Araujo. Man, he's got skills, Darren. And, you know, when you get the whole crowd going, ooh, as he's just dribbling out of trouble and making some unbelievable footwork. Yeah, look, and again, it's going to take him a little bit of time, obviously, settle with new teammates for new league. But you can see it from... His skill and also his pace. I mean, there's part of me after the game chat with him saying, look, you know, you're not playing in the French League now. You can just knock it by a player and run. To be honest, you're so much quicker than, than everyone out there. I think, you know, he's going to realize that. He can be a bit more direct. And, you know, he's, uh, he's certainly someone that's fitted in well. And, you know, I think now as the, the season goes on, we're going to see a bit more uh, for the goals and assists from him as, as time goes on. But, yeah, I thought that was a positive. And, look, again, you know, it's disappointing with the result, but it was, you know, what I think you've got in Nashville and credit to them and hats off to them. They're a very experienced uh, team, a savvy team. And, you know, they scored the first goal right at the death of the first half. We knew then that was going to make it difficult second half. And obviously we went for it near the end. We thought Joseph had got the goal for the equaliser on the header. And then, you know, we sent everybody up for the corner because to be honest, you might as well lose 2-0 as 1-0 when you're trying to chase the game. But again, I think, you know, in Nashville, we see some of the sort of match... um, the way they can kill a game that we need to learn from. You know, we're a younger team and, you know, they're a savvy, well-set-up organisation. I thought they did a good job of seeing out the game second half. But look, I think, you know, the positives are as well. If 
Gonzalo's going to get his first win. What better than to have it against Orlando City? You know, that's the nice to be. Yeah, speaking of uh, Gonzalo uh, Pineda, that's our new manager, guys. It's Aaron, uh, Darren Neal's joining us here on Dukes and Bell. He, he took blame after the game. And I don't know. I mean, Darren, I, I, we didn't hear that from the last guy. I don't know if we heard that from Frank. And whether you think it was true or not, you know, the, the, he took ownership in, in the team and saying, hey, is, this one's on me. What did you make of those comments? Yeah, look, I mean, I think, you know, as a guy, I mean, I've been really impressed with him. And I think if you're at the match, right, you'll have seen it. Uh, you know, it's disappointing with a loss, but he's going around with the players applauding the fans. So I think, you know, from, from that perspective, he understands the importance of that connection with the supporters. And I think he's a player's coach as well. So I think he's someone that, that is going to be up there and is going to be someone who's who's looking to take ownership. And then, you know, behind closed doors, they'll look at what things they can do to improve, how they can fix it. But I think we've seen it already, you know, with him and Rob, with the team that we've got there's there's a real sense of camaraderie and I know it's disappointing that we didn't get the win but you know we'd had four straight wins before that you know we're not going to win every game but I think you know in Gonzalo we've got someone that you know the players really respect already you can see that just from their their body language and the way they react but also I think you know he he is someone that is going to own up you know it's his first job as a head coach and he's not coming in pretending he's got all the answers and I think that's refreshing. It is our man Darren Eels with us here, guys, on the WadeFord.com hotline talking about Atlanta United. We had a four-game win streak snapped, as Darren said, by a team that is really good. Reminds us of Atlanta United early on, how quickly they've gotten in the game. Got a great coach, really good tactically. Did you think, Darren, as we did where we were sitting, that because of the newness of and some of the chemistry coming together, there was some of that hesitation where if we had just kept moving all in the same direction, sometimes Joseph was waiting for a pass that didn't come or vice versa? Yeah, I think there's a little bit there that's going to um... – you know, take time. But I also think as well that, you know, we played with the, the five at the back and uh, that had worked for four games. So again, I don't think you can come in and change that straight away. I think second half when we switched, we were a little bit more effective. And, you know, that front four is, is going to be pretty fearsome, I think, in this league when, you know, when they're flying and they're all on the same wavelength. And then about how do we get the balance between defence and attack so that we're not too isolated in midfield. I think that as we get players back, um, that are available. I think, you know, Amir did a great job in there, but he is a little bit of a low man in there at the moment when you know, there is really him and him alone and the front four are off doing their thing. So I think that balance is something that Gonzalo will be looking at over the international break. And, and that's something I think that we can be a little bit more effective as we go into these last run of games. But I think it's all there to, you know, the, the positive for us is it's, you know, we can see what, what we can do with those guys. And, you know, the one thing I would say, yeah, and I think it's unforgivable from pro, and you know, I know every week I try not to talk about the referees, but mm. but on this case, you know, Barco is the most foul, most foul player in the league. Every game, well, let me, you know, let, Darren, fouled, let me ask opponents you, opponents target him. Yeah. Let me ask you, there's a, a, but there's yeah. a rule. In, uh, that what, it's the uh, persistent infringement. It's on the books, and we're the team that needs it, and we never get the call. So, what, can you lobby as who goes to bat for MLS to say why don't we call this rule? Yeah, well, look, obviously, I'm going to raise it because this one, I think, was the most flagrant for me. So, you know, Barker gets kicked every time he gets it, as we know, in every game. And in this one, near the end of the first half, he makes a pass, jumps out the way of a tackle where they're coming to fly in and try and, you know, tackle him again. You know, he gets kicked, falls over, and then blow me if he doesn't get a yellow card for simulation. You know, one, it's ridiculous. Two, it wasn't simulation because he got hit. So, you know, it's an outright... Right. Out, you know, it's a travesty, and you know that's what's frustrating. It's you know it's 
it's referees picking absolutely the wrong decision. You know, in that case, they should be going into that game knowing Barco's going to get kicked mm-hmm. and be thinking about that. And in the end, he gets a yellow card for simulation. And patently, when you look at the replay, he gets kicked. And by the way, he doesn't even jump out of the way. He's going to get kicked anymore. <laughs> and it wasn't like he was looking for the foul anyway. You know what I mean? It's just crazy. But that that's the level of sort of ineptness that we have that needs to get improved. I love it. Darren Eels, our guest, guys, president of Atlanta United. How does the international break affect our training? I know we've got guys going all over the place, Miles and Joseph going to play with Venezuela. How does it affect our training? Yeah, so it's um, and it's a bit of a blow um, for just to explain it. What happened is because of COVID and the lack of qualifiers last year, they're now putting three matches into the same two-week period. So what that means for Joseph and Ronnie Hernandez, for example, you know they'll have a game the day before Orlando. So you know there's no chance that they're going to be able to play in our game because they're going to be playing the day before in somewhere in South America. Uh, even with the American players, you know there's a game on the Wednesday, so it's going to depend a little bit about whether or not Miles or George Bellow is, is playing in that game. So, you know, we're going to have some some availability that's going to affect that game against Orlando. Um, what the team has had is they've had three days off since Nashville. And again, you know, not just physically, but I think mentally from, from the coach, it was a chance to give the players a little bit of charge, chance to, to recharge for those three days. And then they come back in tomorrow uh, and then, you know, it's fully on board then to get ready for the Orlando game. Darren is hot today, Carl. He's had it enough, and he won't take it anymore. Talking about the rest. you're not going to get in trouble for that, are you? I mean, no. I mean, I was just sort of—I uh, was just merely hypothesizing. Yes. You know. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I'm trying to make sure. I mean, because he gets all to come back, it's going to be our fault. Uh, Darren Eels is with us here on the WaitForIt.com hotline. As Carl said, there's a bit of a break, so we're run- we're eventually running out of schedule. But you still like our chances? We asked Jason this yesterday. You still think we can make the playoffs? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, it's still tight in the table and, you know, we've got 12 games left, seven at home. I think, you know, from, from our perspective, I feel like we're in a good place, um, you know, in terms of that fixing list. You know, we're always going to turn the, the, the results into wins, but I feel like we've got enough talent in the squad now and, um, you know, with the new coach that we can you know, get in the playoffs. And, you know, ultimately for us, and, and I've said this before, you just got to get in there. I think, you know, if we can get into the playoffs, we're clearly a team that no one's going to want to play against. I think we'll be dangerous and, it is single elimination, so it's not as if you're even playing the double headers. So I feel like, you know, our aim now is just to get into the playoffs and then hopefully we can cause some damage. Yeah, uh, I agree. Looking at the standings, we're, we're right there, you know. I mean, D.C. and then Columbus and us, so it's it's very possible. Mike and I have been saying that. we just got to get it together after this international break. Hey, Darren, uh, before we let you roll out, um, I know you, you're big into fantasy football, so here's my question. First pick, if you get it, who are you going with? Yeah, well, it's a tough one because we've got the ninth, so we're going oh, in the oh, middle of it. Oh, but again, got, like, I got stick, got stick last year because we went running back, running back, running back. You know, so that was our our approach was load up on the running backs, and people were mocking us as we picked running backs for our first four picks. But you know, we ended up you know with a team that won it, so I think we're not going to deviate from that strategy. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. 
Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. 